Hello, how are you doing today? Thank you for being here on this third episode of Bloom. My name is Anu and I am excited to be here. Before I, let me, before I even start, let me first say I've been trying to record this for the longest time. Like, I've been trying to record this over and over and over. But something's always interrupting. Is that somebody's calling me or I realized I was saying something off? Oh, here we go. Um, before we start this episode, I'd just like us to just take a moment to just breathe. So um, don't hesitate to pause this video if you need more time to just like reflect on the questions I'm just going to ask. So um, first question is, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How was your week? How was your day? You know, as your journey with God been, your walk with Jesus, how has it been recently? What has been like the top most important topic on your mind? What has been ringing a bell in your mind? What do you think God is trying to tell you today? Or how has your prayer journey been? How has your Bible studying been? Are you excited that we are almost done with October and then two more months to go? You know, how are your New Year resolutions coming? Anyways, so I don't know how many questions that was, but that was a lot. So you can just like take a minute to think about all of that and you know, just meditate on it, think about it and just like breathe and bring yourself to like the center. I'm just trying to like pull everyone to the center of this discussion. Um, For me, my week has been quite interesting. I feel like my week was re- went by really fast, first of all, really busy. I had a lot of things I had to figure out. I had like several doctor appointments. I had work, like work. I actually had stuff to do at work, like back to back. And I feel like a lot of them are going to overflow to next week. Actually, not going to definitely overflow to next week. I had school. I just realized that I have an assignment to next week and I'm not even started. So um, right after this, I am going to eat, watch TV and sleep. So I can wake up early tomorrow morning. That's my assignment. I hope so. My work with God, my work with my work with Jesus, my journey has been, I don't even know how it has been this week. I feel like I've just been like pulling myself to just pray, just say prayer. I've been saying prayers in like the most random moments. I've been trying to read my Bible. I'm just telling myself just two, just two chapters, one chapter today, two chapters today. You know, let's just get this done. I feel like I'm, I, I lack sleep. I'm really behind on my sleep. So once I'm done right now, I'm going to just like go to my bed and just like, I don't know, sleep till whenever tomorrow morning. And yes, that's basically all of that. Um, I have like a skin reaction thing going on right now when my skin is like breaking out, like every part of my body and it's itchy and very uncomfortable. So it's kind of like making me wake, wake up at the, in the middle of the night. I've been having back-to-back like doctor appointments and stuff trying to figure out what this is and I finally got my diagnosis and my prescription today so my the doctor the doctor gave me like this like um like this pill to use that will literally help me sleep through the night and I'm telling you guys I am so excited to use it I have never been so excited like it's literally the most excited thing for me this week and also I got another diagnosis I was not really expecting and um i want to be like yes it's a miracle but because i don't really know like the full context from the doctor 
I'm a little bit skeptical to do so. But I think, and I think, I don't know why, but like with everything that has been going on, I don't really think I've prayed about my, my, my situations, my issues to God. I think I've woken up, I've thanked God for where I am. I've done this, I've done that. And I think I'm being pretentious in doing it. Because the other day I was complaining to my sister. So, you know, the other day, earlier today, I was complaining to my sister about how I realized that I'm actually unhealthy and I have this bunch of things going on in my body and I'm so angry, I'm so annoyed. And as I was just complaining and whining, I was working like in this aisle of the pharmacy where I was waiting for my prescription to be ready. And it clicked, it clicked to me that, clicked on me that I didn't even know how the system works yet. Like, yes, I know how to, like, pick my drugs up. I know how to, like, navigate pharmacy. But, like, I had gone, when I wanted to take my prescription, she literally, she literally asked me, have you been here before? And I was like, no. And then she looked at the system and she was like, you've been here before? And I'm like, oh, that's true. And the last time I was there was literally a year ago. And here I am working on the same aisle. And I didn't even remember being there before. And I was seeing all these new medications, these different medications. I don't even know what they do. And I realized I have been a whiny, ungrateful. I don't, I don't have the now for it. I've been whiny and ungrateful. It's like saying one of the causes of the of the skin thing that has happened right is because I was exposed to like a virus, and the doctors kept asking me, "Did I feel sick? Did I get any sore throat?" They're trying to understand if they have to do like a test for me to know like. The virus that's going on in my body and nothing else like i read the symptoms of this like thing and like people usually feel sick before they get it but for me i didn't feel anything so basically even the medicine that they're giving me is just for precaution just in case there's anything just to use it for just for in case of inquisity but i'm really sure there's nothing like internally wrong it's just my skin the only symptoms I feel like I had in the past two weeks, apart from the skin stuff, was just dizziness. And that was because I was hungry. And for me to now be saying things like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Is it only me? Why is all this happening to me? Yes. I, As I was talking to my sister, I just kept working. I said, you know what? I, I thank God despite all of this because here I am. And she was like, yes, you are alive. Like the, the 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 only thing you're going through now is just itchiness and discomfort. Not even that you are sick or maybe you're running temperature. Like even with my discomfort, I could still go to work. I could go to school. I was because I was even considering not going to church. I didn't go to church last Sunday, and I was thinking I'm not going again this Sunday. And it's very just very very it brings to the context how much I take a lot of things that God God does for me for granted that I was going to cancel church. What I've told my church members. I told them I was not feeling fine, like I told them last week. Because I wasn't feeling fine to last week. But the thing is, despite my not feeling fine, in quotes, I was able to go to work, I was able to go to school, I was able to hang out with my friends. You know? I was able to do basic things. Like, the only thing I could not do really well was cook. Because the cooking in the kitchen, it gets really humid. And like, I start feeling uncomfortable. So like... When I want to cook and I think about what it's going to be again, I get discouraged and I've been procrastinating cooking since like Wednesday, Thursday. So tomorrow is Saturday. I finally have to do it because there's so much food you can order if you're a broke student. So yes, that has basically been my last two weeks.
technically and um i just want to use the opportunity to, to say thank you god thank you jesus because when i say things like god it's god that gives me strength it's god's strength i'm on right now sometimes it can seem very superficial it can seem very like it can seem like this is is the normal thing to say but like right here right now this has to be god's god that's be god's strength that's to be the holy spirit because if it was left to me i would be sleeping right now okay maybe i won't be sleeping but i'll be eating i can't can sleep like imagine being the most exciting thing that happened to you that happened to you in two weeks is to just have that knockout sleep like even being able to sleep itself is a blessing it's a blessing most people are somewhere and they can't afford to even close their eyes to blink and here i am my biggest problem is sleep and itchy skin and i'm about to cancer church and i feel like a lot of us are like that that we get very onto sports but we get very used to the grace we get very used to our privilege and sometimes for me my privilege gets me uncomfortable because i see the news and i see something like if i'm this blessed i'm privileged and everything then there must be a reason for it sometimes i don't consider myself the most privileged person because other people are more privileged but i just feel like just the privilege the blessing alone to be able to breathe to be able to be alive to be able to be healthy to be able to talk like this i have a laptop i have a mic i have a phone i have shelter i have more than the basic necessities just kind of like there should be more i should be using it to do you know you ever just feel like that that maybe god has blessed me to do more god has blessed me to do something more something fascinating not, not something fascinating per se but like something beyond what i think i can do beyond where i'm at something where it's like i can say okay i deserve this i'm worthy of this blessing and I feel bad sometimes when I'm sitting there on my couch, on my couch, just doing nothing. I'm like, you should be doing something with your life. You should be doing something with this breath God has given you. And that's what, that's what you see me thinking about, okay, I cannot help. I cannot do I cannot do that. And I really, really want to help the world. I really want to make the world a better place because I feel like if you're still alive, then it's a responsibility for you to make the world a better place. God is going to use people to make the world better because, I mean, so i want you to just have that in your heart in your mind if you feel like god as if you feel like you've been having this knowledge or god has been speaking to you about doing something i want to tell you that you should start it even if it's small even if it's in little ways if you're able to just like help one person touch one person or talk to one person or just inspire one person or just help one person or support one person even if it's just one soul that's worth what is worth billions sorry over a billion it's 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 what it's it's not i don't know how to say it. it's like what's that word it's like i don't it's not worthless it's um you get what i'm trying to say right i know i forget the word but there's no there's no price to a soul of a human being when just so like what would they want is like what the what really what's ah what <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm so tired and we're getting different things but you know what you know you know the verse i'm trying to quote that what um, what would it cost the man to lose his 
soul within every other thing. Like to understand that your the soul is being measured to like the world to every other thing. They used to understand the weight of that one person. It's like if you can just help and support one person. That's something that actually keeps me pushing because it's like once you start thinking about oh I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do that, and I'm not thinking about the people that you want to serve, the people you want to make life better for, you can get misguided. You can start doing what you shouldn't be doing because you are focused more on yourself, you're focused more on your ambitions, you're focused more on the money. But when you're thinking about the fact that one person, at least one person will be supported, at least one person will be up, even if it's half of a person, maybe you just help a part of their situation in a way, it's still more than it gets. It's still more than you can imagine because you will not realize it's about them. Just that one word, just that one help. It could be, it could be money, it could be anything. But that one thing you put up another soul. You never know how long it goes, how far it goes. Because I think our actions, our decisions, are like ripple effects. You know, bouncing off from this to this to that to that. So it's like if you have this nudge, you have this urge, you have this passion to do something do it especially if it's something that god has called you for god has called you to be something that you know that you're convinced that this is something that actually needs to be done personally for me i think one of the things that for me that i really want to work on but i don't really have the resources or like my mind my mind has created that idea but i've not really like opened up to it like see the possibilities of where it's going is like my floki thingy about the floki projects for like the menstrual equity and everything. I'm not sure if you have seen it around, but that's something that I really love to work on it. As sometimes I feel so bad when I'm doing nothing, like, ha, imagine if I was helping people right now, you know? But yeah, so I'm just saying that we, what I'm just trying to say, I don't know why I just like went off, but what I'm just trying to say is we should be more appreciative of where we are at and we'll be more appreciative of your art. Be thankful for your art. And the only way, not the only way, but one of the best ways to do it is to be consciously grateful. Be conscious of everything you're doing, everything that's happening to you. The time I had this Thanksgiving book that I used to write things in, I'm not going to lie. The reason why I stopped was because one day I wrote what I thank you for my laptop. And that morning, my laptop broke. I was so mad. I was trying to tell myself, don't be angry at God. God has a better plan. God God wants this. this. And I'm like, what if like, I know God, like, I know, <laughs> I know like these things happen. Or maybe God has a plan for me with this laptop. Or maybe it's just nothing. Like it's just a laptop. Maybe God is trying to like show me the weakness of myself when it comes to this thing. But I was not concerned. I was not interested. My own is, how can this laptop break after I say thank God for for this? and slowly slowly gradually i just lost interest in writing that book i don't know why but i really feel bad um many things that happened to us just kind of shows our weakness because by the end of the day i just realized why did a material thing have so much power on my emotions why did the material thing have so much power on my feelings and my relationship with god like I was never cautious of the fact that I loved my laptop that much. I mean, I say, I say I love my laptop. I love my laptop. Why was I so attached to the laptop? It all boils down to being broke, to be honest. Because if I had enough money, I'd just say, oh, let's just fix this. And it comes back to this 
attachment that we have with money. Now, Ben, that's a big fan that day because sometimes it's like, I talk about why am I so attached to money like this? And it's like, I also cannot blame you for being attached to money. That's how you're going to survive. And that's what the world revolves around, you know, being, being able to have enough. Anyways, that's not what I want to talk about today. I don't want to talk about today. But someone told me that listen to like my first episode and they realized that i usually like digress and go off topic and i think it's beautiful that they noticed that because in those last two episodes i was struggling to stay out i was struggling to stay on topic i thought i actually did my best i guess i did not but i but let guys let me know let me know if you really like this style of just like going off and coming back i'm i like to talk a lot i think i'm also very reserved when i tell my brain we're not talking much about something she listens when I tell her, go off, she also listens. But yes, yeah, so let's be more, let's try to be more conscious. Let's try to be more grateful. No matter what we are going through, somebody else is going through worse. And I don't like, I don't like using that as an example because I'm just kind of like, my gratefulness, my thanksgiving should not be dependent on someone else's suffering. But the truth is that that's facts. And people who are going through wars always fi- sometimes have always find a better way, a way to make themselves graceful. They always find um, they find joy when they seek the joy. So it's like life is gonna life, life is gonna happen, but you have to learn to you know fix your joy with God. Let God be the only reason why you are happy. Let God, you know, let your life revolve around your relationship with God. That the only thing that can shake your emotions is, ah, I did something wrong. I shouldn't have done this. Let me go to God. That's those are the things that should be moving you, not things like money or broken laptops or diseases or sickness. At the end of the day, everything is vanity. And we're all going to die. So, yeah. I'll listen to this thing by myself tomorrow. Uh, hopefully it inspires me to be more grateful and i hope it does too for you i'm at 18 minutes and i'm thinking if i should continue talking or i should stop at 20 minutes i'm not really sure how long i want this to be like i would love to talk for 30 minutes to an hour but i'm someone that has very short attention span and chances are that i will not listen to something about 20 minutes at once but i want you guys to listen to like all episodes at once you know i don't want you guys to pause and forget me also how this get talks too much but yeah i actually had the topic i want to talk about today today i want to talk about how to live our live with live for god as live for god our duties as christians how our like what God really wants you to, us to do. Once I was lying down in bed and I was just like thinking about like what's the point of all of this? Like we call ourselves Christians and everything. And sometimes it gets very blurry and confusing on what you're supposed to do. Especially with social media. Everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody's doing their own thing. And it's like, uh, I listen to this. I wa- do you guys watch Bible Project videos on their podcast? One time I was listening to one of their things. And they talked about how like, um we man was man was given a choice to eat 
no was given a choice was given like a command not to eat from this tree of knowing good and bad knowing everything good and bad and man disobeyed and eating from that tree meaning we have the knowledge of good and bad and which means that man has a decision to choose what they think is right like people are constantly doing things like what they think is good or we think is not good and it doesn't make sense because if everybody is living in living a life of what you think is the right thing to do and there's no comp there's no like you know screwed in compass there's like we're all working on our feelings then there's no then there's there's a justification for every wrongdoing does that make sense like if there's nobody that we're looking up to if there's no figure that says this is right this is wrong and everybody can just do what they think is right and wrong then people can defend anything they want they can say oh my my this allows this my this allows that but and that's like one very important thing to understand why it doesn't make sense to have different faiths different religions to have different this different that different spiritual like everything should be focused on one person and that is god that is the truth true jesus christ and it's very important but that's never like where I was trying to go to. Because I was trying, I was not thinking that, okay, if human beings keep making these decisions, then how do we know they are supposed to make a decision that's actually like, this is what God wants us to do? It's in the Bible, obviously. We know these things, obviously. But I want to know what Jesus said. And then this, the Jesus, and I remember. Okay, let me say, okay, I think the Holy Spirit, yeah, the Holy Spirit says, and we're like, okay, because these are my, okay, let me just go out how my, how my line of thinking was going. So the first thing that came to mind was when Jesus said, um, the two greatest rules, because I was thinking, what are the rules? What do you follow? So Jesus said, two greatest rules, to so love yourself, love your neighbor as yourself, and love the Lord, love, love the Lord your God with your heart, your mind, and, you know, all your strengths. And it's like, okay. I already understand that, you know, love my neighbor as my friend, obviously, because as myself, my friend, as myself, obviously, I'm trying, but sometimes these neighbors be pushing, be pushing me. But yeah, we work on that, you know. Well, love your neighbor yourself, meaning don't do what you don't want, what you know, no, what you will not take. Don't do the back. Like it's kind of basic, but that's a different aspect. So yeah, that one's aside. Now. I have to love the Lord your God with all your heart and that's where the challenge comes because sometimes we get very distracted by the things we see around us that we don't realize that every action and everything we should be doing excuse me I'm not sure if you heard that but excuse me should be giving glory to God should be showing our love for God and it's very easy to forget that okay so how can I do all these things how can I love, show that I love the Lord my God? You just listen to him, obey him. Yes, I understand. Listen to him, obey him, do what he wants. I get all those things. But how? How can I live my daily life, my everyday in and out? Like, how can I sit and say, okay, I am the one who loves the Lord. I am one of who loves the Lord. So, and this I know that I was the Holy Spirit because you'll be thinking all these things in your mind. I usually open your Bible to read, you know, and... That's literally like, you no, know, answers literally be there. Like, whoa, bro, bro. Now God is listening and giving you answers straight away. And um, I'll talk about the 
the scripture I saw later. But it's really fascinating on that aspect of like, you're thinking about something and you see the answer. And I know as I know God is a planner, you know, I, I started this whole thing, at, um, I think a few days ago, where I was going to read like two chapters of Psalms every day until the end of this year. And it was a day where I was thinking about this whole thing. That was the day I read Psalms chapter 15. And chapter 15 verse 1 literally was, Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent, who may live on your holy mountain. When I said that, I was like, hold up. This is very similar to the question I've been asking. Like, how can I, you know, because I know that you have to, there's no, we're not worthy of, you know, of receiving God, of seeing God, of being with God. But like, at what point can I tell myself, I can't tell myself, but at what point can I be considered, you know, almost worthy, at least like, even if it's just 1% of worthy. And then chapter two to chapter five, it's pretty long though, but I'm just going to like, just summarize where it goes. Those who do, and just summarize, I'm like, so the one whose work is blameless, the one who is righteous, the one who speaks the truth from their heart, the one whose tongue utters no slander, the one who does no wrong to a neighbor and casts no slow on others, who despises a vile person, who honors those who fear the Lord and keeps an oath even when it hurts, that one who keeps an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind, who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept bribe against the innocent. And then you realize that every single place where it's described about the things that we do, we should do as children of God, it's always very, it's always about the relationship we have, mostly about the relationship we have with other people. It says, love your God or your heart. It says, you know, the one who fears the Lord, the one who loves the Lord. But then there's always very specific words about how we should relate with our neighbors. And that will show you how God, like, like, like God's plan for this world, you know, it's not whatever is happening right now. It's always, it's been and always will be founded on, you know, relationship with him and with ourselves. And I don't, and I think when you read it, it's good, always good to just, just read it and just remind yourself that it's not as difficult as it seems. Also, although it's pretty difficult, it's pretty difficult because you're trying to navigate life, man. I'm trying to figure my life out. And telling me all this, all this thing. I should lend money without interest. What? No. I should keep an oath even when it hurts. I don't know about that one. But then we have to keep reminding ourselves that God, God is there. There is God, and that our lives, our decisions, our choices should give glory to Him. Should revolve around Him. There's always this constant reminder that God sees, God hears, God is here. I know that's very difficult, but I just want to say that the best ways I feel like, two things that I know that have been very, very helpful is prayer. And in doing your prayer, you have to be accountable to yourself and to God. You have to speak the truth, the truth. Ugh. You have to speak the truth. You have to tell God everything you're feeling because he already knows it's there. You have to know, have a, have a conversation, communicate with him even when it's hard. Just say it. Sometimes you just, just sit down there in the spirit and talk with him. And another thing that actually helps is reading the scripture. For example, you see this verse. I read it over and over. I'm going to read it again because it spoke to me. It helped me like realize this question in my heart. And I will keep reminding myself but until it's 
sticks until it sticks and maybe when serious life situation comes or serious temptation comes it might be more difficult to to deny the flesh it might be more difficult to hold on to god i know it's get difficult sometimes i just wonder why sometimes i wonder why and i really pray and i hope that one day that question is answered for me and for you but every single time any single time that you feel like it's not giving what it's supposed to give just talk to god stay in his presence until it starts to give because living there's nothing better out here bro there's nothing better so you have to stay in his presence until it starts to give and when it's giving give him all the thanks oh my god i sound like a millennial right now but get what i'm trying to say once you realize that okay this is you know something's going on here just realize it's time to come back to pray to focus and i really pray that if you're going through anything any questioning anything right now that is making you like just you know wonder and just sit down and just you know a bit over the place i pray that holy spirit calms you down gives you direction to find him um helps you in talking to god and also helps you in like you know getting your answers so i'm going to start at a 30 minutes mark and i'm grateful that's a mark or mark ah. i'm going to stop this in 30 minutes and i'm really grateful that you came here and you listened to this all the way and i'm really really happy that i finished it this time around i don't know i feel so much better than i did at the beginning of this episode and all thanks to you okay i'll see you or you hear from me on the next episode and have a beautiful beautiful day and a weekend ahead Bye.